Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow, using only pre-qualified dividend stocks. And what I mean by that is just those companies that have increased their payments to the shareholders for a minimum of 25 years. Unless, of course, there I missed Warren Buffett's list, and sometimes... Uh, we jump into those and we hold on. So, we're into week 28, which is the second week of the third quarter. Well, let's see what we can do. <clears throat> we got three stock positions and um, one spread position. Now, you probably, you might be asking yourself, how come I don't have more positions? Or how come I don't do more or different things or, or go for the flashy stuff well i'm looking for consistency and predictability okay i'm not looking for the next tesla or the next amazon or the next google or uh, i'm not looking to go from zero to a hundred in, in two seconds i just want my one percent that's it just a safe predictable one percent per week and Using the exact same stocks over and over again is fine by me. And these are companies that have been around for a very long time and have stability and consistency and safety. Okay, well, we all know who Bank of America is. We all know who, who Lowe's is. Altria, that's one. I'm not 100% sure if everybody know who Altria is. But Altria is a dividend king. You know, so they have increased their payments to the shareholders for more than 50 years. Guess what? That's good enough for me. All right. <clears throat> and I want I don't want to spend all day either. You know, I don't want to spend all day online trying to make my money. If I can make enough money for my weekly expenses every single week, less than 10 to 20 minutes a day, I'm good with it. And guess what? <laughs> I don't do anything on Saturdays and Sundays because Markets aren't open. So let's get in, see what's happening. All right. First on our list, of course, is Bank of America. BAC. Now, let's take a look at the last 30 days of BAC. All right. So the last 30 days of Bank of America, we've got a high at 33.50. And a low of 30.45. Yesterday, some strange reason the market maker gapped down. Gapped down, you know, a relatively decent amount. Um, Monday, she closed at, uh, what is it, 31.45. And Tuesday, she opened up at 31. Oh, two. So that's a couple dollars lower. I don't know what the market maker is thinking. I thought market makers were in the money to make money. We're in the mar we're in the <laughs> we're in the market to make money, or was in the game? Because basically, if you think about it, this is just a game, you know. Because you buy something, you sell something, you you win, you lose. It's anyway. <clears throat> we're sitting at. The last trade from yesterday was at 31.36. All righty. 
Now, I remember we sold the 32 and a halves, which was relatively close to my price because my price was 3320 3323 and I sold the 32 and a and she got pretty close to getting called out but she didn't so she's sitting at 3136 fine I'll carry it on to another week I really don't care what really bothers me though is just a smidge it's only about 200 bucks a week well, a little bit less than 200 bucks a week. But hey, that's what we're here for. Lowe's is next on my list. Now, Lowe's, we have a, quite a bit of activity going. Now, Lowe's is my first stock of this year. Okay, now, don't misinterpret what I said. When I say first stock, no. First stock of the year. Now, I've been doing this, oh my goodness, for over 25 years. I think my oldest video online was from 2012. I think that's the first time I started re, um, posting videos, 2012. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> Let's take a quick look at the last 30 days. Here we go. So the last 30 days for lows, we got a high of 85.61 and a double low at 170. The 170 area seems to be a tough one. Well, not really. I shouldn't say that. The 170 area for lows seems to be very supportive. So it doesn't seem to want to go below that, which is a good thing. So that being said, that's my support. Now, lows, I'm into this thing at 258. Okay, so I originally bought 258. I bought some more to drop it down a little bit. But uh, I'm, I'm still... <laughs> my cost basis at this moment in time is 219. Because I started out at 258 and then I, I had to buy some more to, to lower it. And then I, I sold some to uh, offset some losses. Because believe it or not, I did make some lose, some losses over the years. Over the year. Uh, we're in week 28. I think 25 weeks we have had more than 1% return. But three weeks, we had a couple losses. Not huge, but, you know, not my $1,000 a week. All right, so Bank of uh, Lowe's, sorry, Lowe's. We sold the, uh, the 185 call against my position. She settled up at uh, <clears throat> 181 yesterday. Interesting thing. The high for yesterday was 185.40, which means somebody could have bought or, or cashed in their 185 call. But I'm assuming nowadays people are just you know buying the calls just to see if they make a profit and they don't really want to buy the stock at a discount they just want to trade the options okay um we've already sold four contracts the 177 and a half of the 180 so as long as the stock stays above 180 
we're going to profit, uh, I think it's like 48% on that one position. And considering that one position went so well, they kicked us a little bit of money this week. So I have a little bit more. So I'm going to try to buy an, an additional five more. Okay, I got a limit order at 175 and the market order at this moment in time is 172. So hypothetically speaking, that should fill and that should give me an additional, I think it's an additional 300 bucks. So that would be 600 bucks just for the two option positions if it comes in. So we will have to see on that one. Um, okay, so <clears throat> Altria is next on the list. Altria, the last 30 days. We've seen a high at 48.44 and a triple low at 41. So we have some pretty good support at 41 with Altria. Now, Altria <clears throat> settled up yesterday at 42.31. I'd like to get rid of Altria. The reason why I would like to get rid of Altria is because they're not offering a very generous weekly compensation for my option trades. You know, they're giving me 20 cents. That's 120 bucks. Okay, it's 120 bucks a week. Okay, fine, dandy. Um, if you're using a bigger account, then you just take that and you just go multiply it out. Now, this account that we're, we're that I'm playing with, that I'm showing you, or that I am explaining to you, is only a hundred thousand dollar account. So, if you had a million dollar account, you would have a rather than having you know 600 shares, you may have 6,000 shares. You just add a zero to whatever it is I'm doing. That being said, let's see if there's anything interesting today. Now, today being Wednesday, there's not a whole heck of a lot that we can um, look at. Okay. Now we've looked at, and here we go, the dividend achievers. We looked at all the dividend achievers yesterday. Okay, so basically this week, we've looked at the Dividend Kings, Warren Buffett's list, the Dividend Achievers, um, and that's all the companies that have more than 25 years of, of um, what do you call it, increased option payments to their shareholders. All right, so that's them. That's all. That's all. So there's really nothing else to look at. So... Let's look at just regular old companies. All right, so regular companies, which may have 10 years of increased dividends, only for the lack of there being anything interesting. BK, we've already looked at that. CLX, we already looked at. Here's one we haven't looked at yet. AGNC. All right, let's take a quick look at AGNC. Uh, I'm pretty sure, we're, first thing I'm going to do is throw it in the trade grid. AGNC. Yep, just to make sure that it is a weekly. AGNC. Ooh, that don't look happy. Well, I don't know. Um, 
let me tell you, and then you tell me what you think. All right, we started out last year at... 1645. Didn't take long to hit the high at 1677. Or 1686, sorry. The high of the year was 1686. Okay, so the stock stays in this training range between 1580 and 1650. Travel sideways all the way to the beginning of December, where she sinks down to... 1520 area and travels the 1520 area right up until the end of January. Then February, she drops all the way down to a new trading range of 13 and travels that for a couple of months right up into April, where she then proceeds to sink even further down to 1190. Now she travels 1190 all the way until. May 6th. From there, she finds a low of the year at $9.99. 10 bucks. Okay. Now, the reason why I say that's not good, but it could be good, because we've had a solid one, two, three, four, five down days for this thing to hit rock bottom. I mean, it's been a consistent downward turn until we found the bottom. And apparently, for AGNC, the bottom seems to be 999. From there, she bounces up and finds a new trading range between 1129 and 1164. Traveled that for the last almost a whole month. All right, so we're sitting at 1141, <clears throat> 11.42 at the moment. Let's check out seasonality for AGNC. Wow, this is basically a sideways company. Doesn't go up, doesn't go down, just almost perfectly sideways. And that is pretty good for... Uh, Start for, for trading covered calls and some spreads and calendar spreads. Ooh, calendar spread would work nifty with this one, especially if she doesn't move at all. So for the next couple of days, this baby's going to go sideways. And that's basically all we're looking for, for it to go sideways. Now, a covered call for this little bad boy ain't worth it. The numbers just aren't there because the bid at this moment in time, and then remember, this is pre-market hours, so the bid and ask is always spread out a little bit. 11.40 for the bid, 11.48 for the ask. Um, the last trade was 11.42. Okay, so usually going by the last trade, 11.42. If you bought the stock at 11.42 and you tried to sell the option, for a covered call, it, it wouldn't give you anything because it says here 41 cents. And it's like, it's 11.42. If I buy it at 11.42 and I sell the call, covered call for 41 cents, my effective sale price would be 11.41, which is going backwards. 
So we're just going to say A, G, and C. I'd like to just take you right off of my list so I never have to look at you again with the numbers like that. All right, C-O-S-T. What is that? At Costco or C-O-S-T? Costco. So C-O-S-T. Everybody knows who Costco is. Now we're just going to bypass Costco altogether. Reason being, $490 a share. Some people may say, hey, it works for me, but no. It doesn't work for me and the people that I'm trying to help out. Because not everybody I know could spend $490 a share. DD, I'm pretty sure that's DuPont. DuPont. Okay, so DD, let's put that. Okay, here we go. Now, DuPont started out the year last year at 79.48. Goes sideways for a little bit. Finds its high at 84.96 back in January. Got your normal profit taking. Slow decline. And then right here, the beginning of May, this thing dropped from 66 and finds the bottom at the 52.57. Now, she's going sideways for a little bit after her decline. Now, when I say decline, usually when you see 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, almost 10 days in a row of downness. You like that word? Downness? <laughs> okay. Anyway, she's gone down 10 days in a row. Okay, so basically, she finds its bottom seems to be 52.57. Now, I'm just saying seems to be because there's no guarantee there. It seems to be at the, you know, at the 52 area. Um, <clears throat> let's take a look at seasonality, see what DuPont normally does. Normally, another sideways company. Now, sideways companies, uh, in my humble opinion, now remember this, this is all my humble opinion. I have been wrong many times in my life. But I like facts, and you can't really argue with facts, and that's basically what this is. <clears throat> so my opinion's usually <clears throat> my opinion, but when I'm telling you the numbers, numbers don't lie. One plus one equals two, no matter what language you're in and no matter how deranged or wrong you may be about everything else in life, but numbers don't lie. Alrighty? So regardless if you like me, don't like me, don't trust me, don't whatever your scenario is don't look at the messenger look at the message okay the message is the numbers look at the numbers and that's all I'm telling you is and it, <clears throat> is I'm only looking at companies that have more than 25 years of increased dividend payments now those are numbers you can't argue with that and that's good for me it may be good for you. It may not be. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, as I was saying, DuPont looks like a sideways company. Now, I'm looking at the seasonality chart. Now, the seasonality chart is 10 years worth of data. How does the stock perform from January to December? January 1st to December 31st. On an annual basis, year over year. How does it perform? This is what the seasonality chart does. 
Now, it puts one year on top of another on top of another. So I'm looking at 10 years worth of data all compiled into one little chart. It tells me how the stock normally performs. All righty. With that said, <clears throat> sideways companies are usually good for uh, covered calls, spreads, um, not for growth, not for income, unless you're doing income strategies such as covered calls. Now, the last trade on DuPont was 55.54. If you were to buy at the money, which is um, the last trade, 55.54, and you try to sell a covered call, you're looking at $1.10, which is basically you subtract that 55 cents off of there, and you're bringing in um, another 55 cents. So you're, you're making your 1%. And ladies and gentlemen, for, for three days, because you get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, three days, you're 1% for your three-day investment, and it's DuPont. They got a couple things going for them. Number one, <clears throat> they got the dividend coming up in two weeks. Number two, they're basically a sideways company. You know, it can just go sideways. There's, there's no huge upward movements. There's no big, huge downward movements because they're a chemical company. They, they make stuff like hand soap, cleaning um, solvents, uh, what else? Shampoos, uh, conditioners, uh, you know, uh, creams, and, and stuff that people use on a daily basis. No frills stuff, okay? So you can get your 1% for three days. Great, awesome. So let's take a quick look at a spread. A spread, <clears throat> the stock doesn't have to move at all, which is great. And actually, this doesn't look that bad at all. Um, I'm looking at the the 55, oh sorry, the 54-55 spread, which means as long as the stock stays above 55, you're going to make out. Now, how much are you going to make out? At this moment in time, the option price is 73 cents a share. So you would invest for 10 contracts. Uh, 740 bucks or 730 bucks depending if you pay a commission or not no commission is 730 with a commission is 743 the most you can make out of it is 270 which is uh, 20 a little bit more than 20 percent okay so a little bit more than 20 percent for three days and the stock doesn't have to do anything just not go down <laughs> all right your break even point is 54.73 she's sitting at 55.54 now she had this huge decline 10 days of downness or, or 10 day decline to find a bottom and it seems to have find the bottom oh we already went over this at the uh, 53 area, 52 something. Anyway, that seems to be the bottom. And right now she's in an uptrend or a leveling out trend. So this is a high possibility or probability. Okay, worst case scenario, you'll own du DuPont at 55 and uh, you'll collect the dividends and maybe do it again. Who knows? But that being said, 
I like DuPont for that. I mean, that that's a good number. I like that. Next on the list is EPD. We're going to do just a couple more because EPD. These are not dividend kings or dividend aristocrats. These are just average ordinary stock. Now, EPD... Enterprise Products Partners. Huh. Okay. EPD. Okay, so EPD started out at 2432. Found its bottom in late December at 2040. From there, she shoots to the moon. And I love it when they shoot to the moon. However, I like it even better when they have a purpose for shooting to the moon. Or they do it a certain time every year. But who knows? Um, she finds her top of the year at 2865. And that was last month. And then from there, they had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. That eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, nine, nine down days in a row. All right, now nine down days in a row to find a new bottom. Now we do have, excuse me, we do have a new bottom. I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, looking quickly at the 30-day chart, we have a high at 27.21 and a low at 22.92. Okay, so after the 10 days of downness, or whatever you want to call it, but it seems to be showing some support at the 23 area. She's bouncing off of that, sitting at 24.68 at this moment in time. And the seasonality is telling me that... Uh, this is another sideways company. But he has certain movements that you could take advantage of certain times of year. I'll give you, for instance, if you uh, sell in January <laughs> and buy in the end of March, you could take advantage of that downward turn. Now, the downward turn from March, she shoots up to May, to mid-May. And then she goes back down again and then sideways. Seeing this data allows you to say, all right, am I in an upward movement, a sideways movement, or a downward movement time of year for this company? And right now, we're in a little bit of an upward movement for this company. And it looks like very nice upward move for the next couple of days which is all we are interested now remember <clears throat> our main focus is that one percent per week that one, you know one percent return our main focus is to move from where we are to the end of friday in a positive manner so this is going to go apparently sideways until to, to the upside you know up sideways <laughs> that's funny up sideways so it's going to go sideways, a little tiny bit to the upside. So she has an upward trend this time of year. 
Her last trade was 24.68. And if we were to strictly do just a covered call and bought it at the money, you could get your 1% for the next couple of days. And that's that's a good thing. What would a spread look like on something like this? I would do that one right there. Ooh, okay. They're asking 36 cents a share, which is about 40%. So you get like a 40% return in the next three days. And you got your break even point at 24.36. Right now she's at 24.68. It's a tough one to call. But 10 contracts is only uh, 370 bucks. Well, 360 bucks. And uh, you can look at 140 for your max profit. It's one of these trades that you, you, know, you set it and forget it. You buy it. If it feels great. If it doesn't, uh, it is what it is. All righty. Back to Market Watch. All right, I'm going to do one more, and it's Morgan Stanley. Ooh, okay. Morgan Stanley started out the year at 92.46. Finds a trading range between 96 and 104 and goes the whole last year all the way up until mid-February before dropping down. In that meantime, found its high at the 109 area. And then you got your ooh, retracement and you're falling. And it's, everyone seems to have that same downness in that same time frame. All right. Quick look at the last 30 days. She looked sideways. Got a high at 81.22 and a low of 72.23. Sitting at 75.94 at this moment in time. And this was not bad. All right, so you get the first quarter sideways, and then from the second quarter to the end of the fourth quarter, nice escalation. This is what I love about these charts. All right, so we're in an uptrend. You get the dividend coming up in two weeks. Morgan Stanley, what can you do for us? We got the last trade of seventy five ninety four. A quick look at the. It's almost at seventy six. Ooh, that is a nice number. Buying it at the money, selling the closest. Um. Contract. I would even contemplate selling the seventy-five because if you if you buy it at the money, which is seventy-five ninety-four, and you sell the seventy-five, you're almost guaranteed to be called out. Your effective sale price would be seventy-seven forty-three, because well, <clears throat> now when you buy it at seventy-five, which is at the market price, or Try not to do market prices. I, I say that because I got shafted um, trying to buy something recently. And the market maker took advantage of it. And it's like, oh, I 
didn't even get a kiss when I got reamed on that one. And it's going to take me quite a while to recover from that one. I don't care if the dividends are coming up. As I was saying, to get your effective sale price of what you can look forward to selling it for, once you sell an in-the-money call option, you're almost guaranteed to be called out. To find out what you're going to make off of it, as you take the strike price of 75 and you add the bid for, or wherever you get for the uh, option. And right now, this one is 243 So you add that to your purchase to the uh, strike price and you come up with 7743 Now remember, you bought it at 7590 and you're selling it for 7743 and you're almost guaranteed, unless, you know, Morgan Stanley goes down quite a bit. <clears throat> Which could happen. <laughs> you just don't know. Could happen. All right, so let's take a quick look at the 74.75. The 74.75 spread. Which is an over... 50% spread, a uh, 50% return for three days. Okay, I'm going to end on this one because this is a good one. All right, Morgan Stanley. I'm looking at the vertical. Uh, 100s, which are the weeklies. Uh, 15 July 22, which is this Friday. The 74.75 call spread the current market price is 65 cents per share. That, my friends, will give you more than a 50% return on your money for three days. That is sweet. And I don't have any money left to play that one. Let's see if I can buy one. <laughs> There's a possibility I can buy one. I have just enough to buy one. All right, so let's shit some giggles. Why not? Okay, now talking about being completely invested. I'm not quite 100% invested. I actually have $1.52 left in this $100,000 account. Other than that, it's all tied up. Now, I say that, but I have two orders working. I have the Lowe's order, which I could cancel the Lowe's order and buy more Morgan Stanley because that gives me a higher rate of return. You know, 52 or 55% return over a, uh, I think it was a, a, a 40 something. But that wouldn't that be greed getting the better of me? I 
don't know. All right. For the fun of it, there we go. Canceled that order, and let's kick up this Morgan Stanley order. Imagine that. All right. All right, 940. Ten contracts. There's only six. Almost 700. Let's do 15. 940. Fourteen. Close. All right, so I can do thirteen contracts. All right, so I'm going to buy thirteen vertical MS one hundred, which is the Morgan Stanley weekly, fifteen July twenty two. Now it's the seventy four seventy five call spread. At sixty-seven cent limit order to open, it's costing me eight hundred and eighty-seven bucks. The most I can make off of it is four twenty-nine. Smidge less than fifty percent. That's only because I, I I bumped up the price to sixty-seven cents a share. Because um, I would like to get filled. So we will find out later on today if it gets filled or not. And it leaves me with $129 left in my account. That was kind of funny that I brought it down to like a, a buck and a quarter. <laughs> All right. That's enough for now. It's quarter of eight. In the morning, it is time for me to get going, find some purpose in life for the day. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. I will catch you guys tomorrow to see how these numbers played out. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you later. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know if you have any questions. We can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know if you have any questions. We can get back to you. And... Have a great day.